Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Coach Kevin Dunn here with your weekly dose of fitness facts. This week, I want to expand on something I've touched upon before in my show, basic lifestyle guidelines. These are things that clients or even novice coaches may miss out on, but have a huge impact on your ability to progress in your training. As I've discussed on the show a few times now, we can see training as an adaptation to applied stress. Training is like a medical intervention. We have a specific prescription for a desired outcome. We know that when you're given a prescription from a healthcare provider, they check that for drug interactions, because one drug may interact with another in an undesirable way that negatively impacts your health, when of course we want the opposite. So, what could be contraindicative to training? The applied stress from training needs to be above minimum effective dose and below maximum tolerated dose to have a positive impact. Other forms of stress would be a contraindication. Your maximum tolerated dose of training will be lower because overall stress is too high. Here's where basic lifestyle guidelines come into play. There are many things that can cause stress. Sleep, nutrition, personal relationships, workload, playing other sports, and so on. So let's have a look at the basic guidelines I give to my own clients to reduce stress and increase the effectiveness of their training. First of all, to lower intake of inflammatory products. I'll just talk a little bit about food here. But inflammatory products can come in all sorts of ways. It could be chemicals applied to the skin, shampoos or moisturizers, or it could be even things in your household that you use for cleaning. But let's just focus on food here. Now, this one can be tricky because inflammatory responses are individual, like everything I cover in the show. But if a client tells me that they feel bloated and gassy after eating quinoa, I'd say that's anecdotal but useful feedback. We all have those foods or drinks that we consume and we feel sluggish or downright awful afterwards. Perhaps we should steer clear of those in the absence of blood work for inflammatory foods, which I would incidentally recommend anyone to get just to remove the guesswork and the anecdote. Now, I usually find the most common triggers for inflammation across the general population are dairy and unfermented or soaked grains. Don't even get me started on alcohol. Doesn't mean that everyone should avoid dairy or grains, but that's the most common inflammatory responses I see in my clients. 
The next thing is to vary your protein intake. So I've talked on the show before about overall protein intake and creating a muscle protein synthesis overload event. And that's not what I mean here. So each protein type could be chicken, shellfish, beef, fish, all has a unique amino acid profile. Some are higher in some essential amino acids than others, and some have higher bioavailability. Eggs, for example, are the most bioavailable, but many people find them inflammatory. Oysters have the highest level of essential aminos, but you might not want to or be able to afford to eat them every day. So rotating your proteins is a great way to make sure you're exposing yourself to all the varying aminos. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch Bonnie plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Thirdly, caffeine intake. So we all know about that afternoon crash, irrespective of how many cups of joe you have when you wake up. But varying the timing of your first cup of coffee can help avoid that and keep you feeling energized for longer. We've all got different receptors for different chemicals, and they're a little bit like hands or branches and trees. So as chemicals or hormones wash past them, they're caught by the receptors. Once the receptor is already holding a molecule, it can't hold another. It's blocked. So when we first wake up, some of these receptors are still blocked. So we should wait 90 to 100 minutes, 120 minutes after waking for our bodies to clear the receptors. If you wait, the caffeine will have a greater desired effect. Likewise, anything which we take in affects the system. And that has an elimination time before it's excreted. And this elimination time is measured in what we call half-life, which is the time a substance takes to reduce to half of its initial value. The half-life of caffeine is about five hours. So you would take about 10 hours to excrete the caffeine from your system. So all of a sudden, that coffee at 3 p.m. doesn't look so smart when you can't fall asleep at 9 p.m. Fourth, Blue light exposure. Now, light is on an electromagnetic spectrum, and it ranges all the way from totally invisible gamma and UV rays all the way through to blue, green, orange, and red visible light waves, all the way to the other end of the spectrum, 
where we've got infrared and radio waves. Blue light is actually all around us, and it's emitted by the sun. Just like we have caffeine receptors, you also have conical receptors in the eye, which release different hormones in response to the different wavelengths of light which hit them throughout the day. So when the sun goes down, blue light obviously diminishes. And then we would produce melatonin, which is a hormone that helps to induce sleep. However, because the devices we're using in home, such as cell phones, laptops, tablets, and television screens, they all emit blue light. So our eyes aren't telling our bodies, hey, melatonin time. So we end up with this natural process being eliminated. We can help this or aid this along by things like avoiding devices in the evening or wearing blue light blocking glasses. Now, science hasn't really confirmed if those really work, but personally, I do wear them in the evening and prescribe that for my clients because it's just not possible to say to people, okay, no TV after 4 p.m. The next thing is get yourself in a rhythm. The body absolutely loves rhythm because rhythm regulates everything. It's why shift work is so bad for us systemically. So I encourage my clients where possible to have a regular sleep-wake cycle and regular feeding times. This way your body is helped with its homeostasis, which is the natural state it wants to be in. And it's actually a stress on the body to be throwing different events at it all the time, which it then has to adapt and respond to. The body thrives on regularity. Now, that's the basic guidelines. And what I want to do just before I go this week is to respond to another listener email that I received. So this email actually came through to my own website, which I, I'm terrible at checking. So make sure that if you want to contact me, that you do so at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. That is absolutely the most guaranteed way that I'm going to see your message. So I want to apologize to Kit Rind, who sent me this message way back in November last year. I'm sorry for getting back to you so late. I only saw that this morning. So, Kevin, enjoy your Get Fit Guy podcast for its scientific explanations, relevance, and delivery. Why, thank you. The latest on stronger legs was especially relevant for me. I gave up squats after an episode of sciatica from a herniated disc. Symptoms have now eased, but... Leg strength is notably weaker. Can squats be started again with neutral back alignment? I am an otherwise fit 70-year-old. So, Kit, I have to tell you that I actually also suffer from sciatica. Um, But the way I think about it is, and, and the way I would encourage most people to think about this, is that sciatica itself is not indicative of an injury or potential for injury suddenly about to occur. It's your nerve being trapped, as I'm sure you know. Um, The disc is herniated out, popped out from in between the the, the spinal or the vertebrae there, and it's just pressing upon the nerve. This is not indicative of any injury going to occur. So uh, anything I would say to people with sciatica is you have to learn to separate the fact that this is painful from being this is injurious. They are not equal in this situation. So definitely I would say encourage everyone to continue to squat or deadlift even in the presence of sciatic nerve pain because it's not indicative of injury. 
Some healthcare providers are providing medications such as pregabalin or gabapentin to try and block the nerve signals, which are actually going from the nerve to the brain uh, and, and signaling that pain response. So those are things that some people end up taking and enjoying for the fact that they're having pain relief. Personally, I've not gone down that route. What I do find is that uh, lots of stretching helps. So there's this protocol, which we could call nerve flossing, which sounds a little unusual, but it's really what we're doing is taking the nerve that's giving us the most pain and we're stretching it to its end range and then shortening it again, stretching it to its end range and then shortening it again. So we're kind of pulling it backwards and forwards. And actually studies have shown that this nerve flossing is incredibly useful. So if you're finding that you've got this sciatic pain down your leg, then obviously the protocol there would be to lengthen the musculature in the posterior aspect of the leg. So doing things like hamstring stretches, calf stretches, lower back stretches are going to lengthen that portion of the nerve and then we're going to bring it back to a shortened position again. So just getting into a stretch and holding and then relaxing out of it. Can squats be started again? Yes, I don't think they ever necessarily needed to stop if you add sciatica. Uh, neutral back alignment is definitely something I would say that's admirable or encourageable in most general populations. Again, I wouldn't demonize um, having a non-neutral back position because we really can't say for sure in any studies that have been done that a non-neutral back caused any kind of deviation from normal health. Um, what we could say more likely is that a lack of a bracing protocol was more injurious in that situation than having your back rounded slightly. But again, of course, I like to encourage the neutral back. Yes, absolutely, Kit. Get back to squatting. I would say if you've got sciatic pain, then obviously we're looking at something which is unilateral. So I would encourage you probably over and above doing squat, which we would consider to be a bilateral movement if we think about traditional squat, would be to go in and do unilateral squats or unilateral leg press or unilateral leg extensions. So these way, this way we're kind of managing the load independently on each side and seeing how your pain response is and make sure that you're always bracing because I think that'll go a long way to alleviating the symptoms of, of the, the sciatica more so than keeping a neutral back alignment. Thank you for your email. So there we have it. And remember, just in recap, that being fit and healthy has more to do with what you do in the 23 hours in a day that you aren't in the gym training. Of course, a training plan or style has an impact upon your goals and outcome. But if you're in a downward spiral of accumulating stress, these basic lifestyle guidelines will help steady the ship a lot faster than changing training or your coach will. Get Fit Guy is a quick and dirty tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Cecil, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchings, and Davina Tomlin, our intern is Cameron Lacey. I'm your host, Kevin Don. If you have a question for me, leave me a voicemail at 510-353-3104 or send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Yeah.
You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.